Hi, my name's Lai. Hi, my name's Freya. And we love nature. This is our show, Hidden Worlds, where we learn about the worlds that are hidden from our view. Our forests and lakes, to deep space. Animals that live in our gardens. And the world of bacteria. Are you ready to explore Hidden Worlds, guys? Let's dive right in. Welcome to today's show, which is all about the hidden worlds of our lakes and rivers. First up, we travel to a beautiful West Cork, where we met Nikki Keeley, who works with teachers in schools, telling them all about the life and environments around us. Nikki took us to a pond to see all the different creatures that live there. <laughs> so first thing we're going to do is we're going to fill up our tray. We're going to try and get... Uh, some clean-ish water, so I'm going to go along here and without stepping in and making it all mucky and muddy, I'm just going to fill up my tray. You can see the water's quite browny because uh, there's lots of minerals in the water from all the plants and things like that. Okay, so I'm just going to show you what to do and then you can do it yourselves, okay? So I'm going to take my net, and I'm, we're not fishing, okay? What we're doing is we're dipping, so we're just taking a sample from the water. So we're not going to see, oh, have I, what have I caught? We're just going to dip in. We're going to uh, have a little swish around, and we're going to, then we're going to bring the net back to the tray, and we're going to empty it into the tray, and then we can have a look and see what we've got there, okay? So the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to dip my net in. I'm going to try not to get too much mucky stuff but at the same time I kind of want to be in close to the vegetation because that's where the things that we want to find they're going to be hiding in amongst the grasses and things like that N not not to have oh look we got a fish straight away look and we've got a water boatman there Oh, I see them at my granny's farm all the time in a little uh, where the cows drink, really. Yeah, they can uh, they can fly, so they can arrive. A water boatman. You see, it looks like somebody rowing a boat. It's got these big yeah. long arms. So got it, I don't think I got anything. Gonna bring it up. Yeah. So I'm gonna bring it back and see what I got. I hope it's something. I very hope it's something. I don't know yet. I bet you've got something. I've never, ever had nothing in the, in a, in a in a net. I bet you've got. So look, there you have. See these things now. These are a bit like wood lice that live in the pond. They eat dead, dead uh, vegetation. So they're eating the dead leaves. And you see how you've got to scoop all of dead leaves. That's why you've got all of these things. Yeah. They're in where the dead leaves are. If you went in where the green leaves were, you'd get something different now. I think I got something. Oh, look at the water boatman. Yeah, yeah I got that one. I got that one. I definitely got that one. There's two of them. And you see what this is now? This is a case from a case caddisfly lava. And they make these little houses out of sticks. You see how that? Yeah. They've stuck all those little bits of rush, to, all the rushes together. And they've made a little house. And that is not living in there anymore. It's only a bit of a house. But they make some... We might find another one. Um, and then they go in backwards and you just see their heads peeping out. You got This is a pond skater. And it's got a special uh, 
ability to, oh, yeah. there's two of them, oh, yeah, I to know. stand, to skate on top of the water. You see, they've got these legs, they spread them right yeah, out, I know. and they're so thin. They're like daddy long legs. Exactly, they like daddy, that's yeah, a crazy. Yeah. yeah, you did catch. Oh, look, it's a newt. Oh my god. A, a newt? newt is something that looks, I think it looks it's like a, baby. a frog or no, something? No, it's a sort of lizard, I think. Exactly, it's some, something like between a lizard and a frog. They're harmless, look but at they don't look so, do they? I've always wanted to see a newt. Do you know what I think? Do you know the film uh, How to Train Your Dragon? Yeah. Do you know the the, the, the dragon toothless? Yeah. I think it look I think if you look at the face of the of a newt, I think it looks just like a dragon. I think they copied that animation from a baby newt. Look at it. Next we went up to Rory and Buddy to tell us all about fishing. So my name is Rory Keating and I work for Inland Fisheries Ireland. Uh, Inland Fisheries are responsible for all our waterways and all the fish in the country. Um, and part of my job in Inland Fisheries is I run something called the Dublin Angling Initiative to introduce fishing to kids from Dublin, from all over Dublin, and introduce them to the world of fishing and the world of the environment and try and give them a chance and an opportunity that they mightn't otherwise have. So you can come and stand in the lake like today where it's nice and windy and cold and wet and have fun. Buddy showed us how to set up for fishing. And the first thing was put maggots on the fishing rod. Do you know what maggots are? Hold on. Yes. Well, hold on for a second. They're what we call larvae. A fly larvae. I won't make you touch them, I promise. You don't have to touch them. Yummy. We have two types. We have red and white. If that's your real, I'd leave them in the grass if you want one here. Look up here at me hand, and this call your bail arm. And that actually stops the lion from moving. So you open your bail arm. So you keep it held, keep it tight, and you come over to the water, and all you do, while you're holding it, you just flick. You know, flick it over your head. And that's it, you're fishing. That's fishing. Now we're all set up, it was about waiting. Now what you do is close over your bailout, and then what you can do is you can hold up and you wait for the float. What will happen is you see little ripples coming off the float. That's the fish underneath messing with your bee. Now, when we take a few minutes, or hopefully at all, the one thing about fishing is it's 5% five percent craft and 95% luck. You know, if there's no fish in front of you, you're not going to catch you. It's all about concentration and weight. You know, the two things that children hate, you know. There you go, now you're fishing. An eye on that float. You see what's bobbing up and down oh, over the waves. This is ideal weather for fly fishermen. Really? This is what they love because the ripple on the water means that the fish can't really see in or out. Okay. And um, nice bit of rain keeping the water level topped up. So when you get the typical Irish summer's day and everyone's unhappy and sad because they're not sunny. Just think of these the fishermen have. It was very windy and raining, but so much fun. And eventually, we got the fish. We put the fish back in the water right after we caught it. It was such a great day. Yes, I caught a fish. I caught a fish. Yes. Rory, show really short. 
up from straight out and what you want you have to catch in is a road. Oh, that's one of Ireland's natural fish. There's oh, very few shit. places. Oh. Oh. There's very few places that have full road. Wait, do you want to put them back? Yeah. Right. Oh, please. I'll hold your rod. Here we go. Just put me in the water real, real close to you, right? We headed to Victoria Lock on the Shannon, where Stephen the lockkeeper showed us all about how they work the locks and control all the boats coming up and down. Hi, Stephen here from Victoria Lock. Uh, boats come down the river and into the lock, and I'll drop them down about six feet, open the gate, and off they go again. And the reason for that is, if the lock wasn't here, the Shannon would all level out and to be too shallow upriver for boats to travel. That's why it's, uh, it's uh, set in stages. Seven locks in the Shannon and they're all lifting up a few feet to keep it navigable. That's just perfect now and the boats are heading out. But this level, this side of the, of the gate, will be too shallow on the upper side. That's why we're holding back six foot of water to make it navigable upstream. There's a boat, I think they're on holiday. It kind of looks like a mini house. There's a sink and, a, and there's a sea you might have on a plane or a bus and you can get out and you can go up there. There's a little kid, I a think a mother and a father. a father, I think so. That's the water coming in now, filling the, filling the lock. The lock's empty now, and we have a boat coming downstream. So to fill the lock again to let him in. It's like water coming up from the bottom of this lock, and it's filling up. There are kind of like marks in the water, and I'm watching the marks, and I'm seeing that it's getting higher, and it's covering more marks. Yeah, I see the boat coming, and you can get ready for him. Sometimes the lock is ready, if the gate is open, He'll drive straight in. But if, if the last boat went downstream, which it did, this one's coming downstream again. You have to change the, change the whole process around. After we finished with Stephen, we met Eamon, who worked for Waterways Ireland. Teaching people were all about the wildlife that lives along the waterways and how important it is. Anybody ever seen one of these guys? He looks kind of cute, doesn't he? Yeah. But guess what? He's not cute at all. He's a, he's a nasty. He's called a mink. Oh, those things. Those things, yeah. So they look a bit like, so there's our mink. And it kind of looks very similar to these three guys. So we've got an otter, otter, and mink. They used to be terrified of otters. Terrified of otters. I love otters. I think otters are so nice because they're actually kind of very playful. And they're so cute. They're very good at playing. So if you were up early now, maybe about five o'clock or half five in the morning here you definitely would see otters floating around here right because what you have here you got a big river so you've got loads of little fish that they might like to eat so the otters if you were here about half five this morning there's a good chance you would see an otter because there's loads of different backwaters there's a weir down there there'll be loads of little insects like this there's another old canal just in behind there so it's kind of like you know 
slow, steely waters where you have frog and frog spawn. So they would eat, you know, depending on the time of the year, they eat different things at different times of the year. So they could eat fish when the fish are plentiful, they'd eat newts when the newts are big enough, and they'd eat crayfish as well, so they munch away in that. So they have a nice varied diet for them, like, you know. When you see otters, especially baby otters, playing around, they're, right, li- they're right little messers, and they love splashing around. But it's hard to know between the uh, even though the bat people are kind of scared of bats and bats have a, a bad reputation of being like you know night animals and bloodsuckers they're not really sure they're not because yeah. they just like insects but you have loads of different types of bats about seven or eight different types of bats in Ireland and this is my favourite he's one of the rarest he's called the Dob Benton's bat Ooh, and he I likes he you like fruit bats yeah. they're pretty big aren't they yeah. whereas these guys are only about the size of ooh, maybe even smaller than my thumb show me your thumbs yeah, probably about the size of your thumb, maybe half your thumb. They're actually really small, and their wings go a little bit wide. But their wings are actually their hands, aren't they? Mm. So look, that's, that's their arms going all the way out. And look at their little tiny little fingers and all. Oh, they're mad, aren't they? Cute. They are actually kind of cute. They want to one and just fuck a little Yeah, and they're really furry. So if you're lucky this time of year, sometimes they're like hanging out in the kind of a little rocky wall where there's loads of cracks. And they love living in bridges where there's like really old bridges where they're full of cracks underneath them. They don't like getting wet at night times, but like nice dry places where it doesn't get too cold or it doesn't get too hot they don't like places that are lit up so we have so when we're designing our waterways we have we just one of our ones so these are special low led lights so we don't have a big huge massive street light because the dobentons bat wouldn't like them these are seven watt led little bulbs we call them down lighters so they actually point the light down instead of pointing it up so we don't have light pollution because light pollution what happens when you have too much light in an area or a town too much light in a town they can't see the stars. But also the Dobenton's bat can't find where he's going because it just confuses him. So he likes it nice and dark. So we have to make sure that even though the boaters might like loads of lights that don't fall off their boats or the jetty at night time, we gotta make sure we keep, we build with nature. So we build around the reeds and we make sure we mine things like bats by, by just putting small, just dim lights. So people can see where they're walking with these lights, but it doesn't spill loads of light up into the sky. So you can sit in your boat see the lovely night stars and if you're lucky see all the bats and get up nice and early in the morning and see the otters wouldn't that be a nice day to mm. chill out wouldn't it so sometimes the best the best mornings or the best time when you're ever on a boat is to get up really early even though mom and dad might not like that because you see the most things when you're up really early because you know one thing I saw very very rare when I was in Australia years ago I got up really early it was 4 o'clock in the morning I got in the canoe and it was really quiet did you ever hear of a platypus yeah. is it a I actually saw a platypus I've seen a crocodile when I went to Africa. Ooh, that's kind of scary. So I, 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 I met a ranger who'd worked in that place for 20 years. He'd never seen a platypus. <laughs> and I was there one week and I saw a platypus and I was delighted. So sometimes when you get up early, you see the best parts of nature. So if, and, and it's all, actually, the nature, I think, is the prettiest in the morning. Because sometimes you get a, in the summertime especially, you get a fog. And you can, 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 hardly, can hardly see the, the river. And there's a nice fog in the river. Then you hear a splash. And that could be, what, what things a splash could be? Could be an otter, or it could be a pike grabbing another smaller fish. Now we'd have no platypuses here, would we? It'd be cool if we did, wouldn't it? Hope you enjoyed the show, guys. Catch you next time.